If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za. This story has gripped absolutely everybody that I know, obviously, of shooting in a primary school. Now, we've been hearing small details coming through, um, and that's just it is absolutely horrible, that story of shooting uh, of uh, a young learner um, at a primary school at Primrose. Um, lots of details coming through. I just want to get more details from the Gauteng Education MEC spokesperson, Kolan Mkwente, and we'll get other reactions as well from the SG, um, the school governing bodies. We'll get reaction from the Teachers Association as well. Everybody really concerned about this. But let me start here with Kolani Mkwente. Thank you so much, Mr. Mkwente, for making time for us. Good evening and welcome. Good evening, Pamela and the listeners of Kaya. Thank you for the opportunity. We know that, uh, you know, a formal investigation has not happened yet. So all that we are hearing right now are still, you know, stories from peers and the little information that we got. Uh, just give us a sense of how much the MEC was able to get after the visit yesterday at the school. Um, the MEC visited Primrose Primary School yesterday to meet... Um, the SMT, the school management team, uh, led by the two deputies of the principal who was uh, shot by the grade six learner. Uh, thus far, we, we, we have it on good authority that uh, this horrendous act was uh, somehow premeditated because uh, through the conversations on the day, we, we, we discovered that. Uh, there is a WhatsApp group mm. where these kids uh, have been discussing some of these things and uh, I won't be able for now mm-hmm. to reveal the details of some of the discussions. But sure. this same learner sometime early this year uh, had brought some bullets to the school and he was busy showing the friend uh, these bullets. Yeah. So... Understandably, you won't obviously be able to share the details, but does it seem that the attack was going to be a collaborative effort or it seemed like it was just led by him in the group? It was, it was, it was led by him and um, the police upon um, um, uh, arresting the boy mm. and uh, talking to him, mm-hmm. uh, he got to tell them that uh, he actually uh, targeted three mm teachers, mm-hmm. which is the principal, the deputy, and the class teacher. Mm. And obviously then, you know, the two who were not shot, it was by pure chance that they, they didn't get shot. It was definitely by, by pure chance and uh, and, and luck on, on their part. Since uh, to this point, they are still traumatized by, mm. by, by this incident. I know that the law enforcement obviously have intervened and the father himself is also arrested, but are, are there things like social workers who are also involved in just maybe assessing um, what the situation is at the home is? As, as, as per norm, when, when such incidents occur, uh, the MEC sends our psychosocial unit to the school yes. yesterday when we were there. Yes. The psychosocial unit was, was on the ground uh, mm. to cancel the learners. Mm. Uh, the psychosocial unit was there together with uh, our NPO partners like SADAC mm. uh, to really cancel the learners and uh, also interfacing with the affected teachers. Yeah, yes, and and I and I did hear that from the MEC yesterday. I'm, I'm more asking about the home situation. Is there anyone sent there to assess that situation? 
Yes, yes, yes. The team, the team is, is is really working on it. But yes. what 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 has really come to the fore is mm. when it seems that there's a whole lot of issues mm. happening at the home mm. of 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 of, mm. of the Lena mm. because um, what what led to this incident mm. is the fact that uh, his uh, workbooks had not been signed by parents mm. for five weeks. Mm. Mm. So the teachers had been uh, making attempts that. Uh, your, your your parents must sign the books and then the matter was elevated to the principal. Mm. The Friday the principal was shot. It is the day when uh, they had said we want your parents here mm. at the school. It was on that day that uh, the principal was shot. As you're saying, I mean, there had been a build up to this. Can you give us a sense of how long he had been planning this? I mean, as you're saying, he had also brought bullets to school at one point. How, how long has he been planning this for? It seems it's from around uh, the second or the third week of uh, the academic year. Sure. That's a very long time. That's a very long time. But we, we, we want to say that uh, we, we are grateful mm. that um, the, the MEC managed to go see the, mm. the principal at mm. hospital. Mm. Uh, he's really recovering well. Okay. Uh, and the, the team attending to him um, gave us a report that uh, given that he's recovering well, mm. Between today and tomorrow, they are going to then release him from the, okay. the ICU to a to a normal ward. Uh, he was able to really uh, speak, and uh, he's uh, surprisingly he's he's saying upon a full recovery, mm-hmm. he's still ready to go back to the call of duty. Sure. That's that's quite a um, a big uh, statement there from somebody who is uh, right in the middle of recovery. So he, yes. uh, one would say, you know, he he's not his spirits are sort of okay. Yes, it is. One would have thought that that would have been his Damascus mm. moment mm. and would decide that uh, after mm. this he wants nothing mm. to do with teaching. But uh, contrary to this, he is. He's, uh, he's ready to go back mm. uh, once he fully recovers. Sure. Appreciate you giving us this update. Really appreciate your time. Houting Education MEC spokesperson, Gwanane Mkwente. And listening into that conversation is Basil Manuel. We've spoken to Basil many times before. He's executive director at NAPTOSA, the National Professional Teachers Organization. It's a union that really does take into account uh, the well-being of teachers. Thank you very much, Mr. Manuel, for making time for us. Good evening and welcome. Good evening, Tumalo. It's a pleasure to be with you again. You know, as Naptosa, you've always been making the point that uh, the assault of teachers remains underreported. Is this, you know, what you've been referring to, that this is probably the tip of the iceberg? A lot is going on behind the scenes and we just don't know it. Tumalo, absolutely. You see, this particular incident now spills over into the public domain Mm. because it, it is so shocking. And of course, somebody's injured. And thank heavens it's only an injury and not a death, not only for the family, but also for this youngster's family. But um, there are those many, many incidences of threats, mm. of bullying, shoving, uh, and even uh, being more physical like a slap. They don't get reported, mm. primarily because, as I've said to you before, sometimes people are just embarrassed. Yeah. So this is a big one because, you know, one can imagine here you are, the adult, a teacher, finding it very difficult to look your colleagues in the eye and whoever it is that, you know, uh, what, a grade six year old, a grade six uh, student, a pupil is slapping me around. Quite embarrassing, I can imagine. 
Yes, it, it would be it would be most embarrassing. And remember that you've got to face all those kids again uh, the next day. Yeah. But um, this particular incident is shocking uh, in, in the fact that it is such a young youngster that it's at a primary school. Primary schools mm. don't have many such incidents and shouldn't have. And uh, this is what makes it so egregious. Also because there seemed to be so much planning that went into mm. it. Um, uh, th- this is really a sad day. Uh, it, it, it's sad because this youngster's entire life has changed. Clearly, and you know, as you're saying, underreported, but we, we know, you know, you t- talk to teachers all the time. This is going on, um, you know, quite regularly. What, what, what do you have in place to protect teachers right now? That's where the difficulty lies. I want to first, just, just if you give me a, a second, yes. focus on what is not there. Mm-hmm. What is not there is an early detection system, mm-hmm. such as a guidance counsellor. Mm-hmm. Now, schools don't have these. There are very few schools, and they are normally the really better-off schools, wealthier schools that can afford to, to employ somebody like that. Now, the guidance counsellors were the people that we would say to, please have a look at this, chat to this youngster. He looks unhappy. He hasn't been getting his work signed. There's a rebellion that is springing up in him. And that is how the early detection worked. Now, for a teacher sitting, sitting with 40 children per class, they notice there's a problem. They pass it on to the principal, whose job it is to attend to these things. But nobody's investigating the finer, smaller things because the poor teacher has no time. The principal himself or herself is also run off their feet. So they want to call in the the parent to say, please start getting your hands on this. That parent doesn't even know what to do. And this is where the breakdown comes. How do we help our children uh, not to go from what is just uh, a bit of sulky, sullen behavior to acting out in such a bad manner that somebody's life is threatened. That is what is not there. <laughs> the protections for teachers are, are, of course, in the group itself and in the belief that the community still believes that it's important to protect the school. Principals try, and we have these links with, with police stations, etc. But, of course, you can't have a policeman at every school. Neither is it desirable. You can't search every child. It's not desirable. That is not how we want schools to be. Schools must be safe havens. And when you shake people down when they arrive at school, it doesn't quite say safe haven to you. Hmm. you so know, yeah. teachers are exposed. Yeah. And, and, you know, one has to imagine, you know, where, where, where does the teacher go? Yes, you know, colleagues may know and all of that, but ultimately you still have to face these these uh, these pupils um, and things at home or whatever the story is with this particular pupil don't necessarily change overnight. And as you said, you know, not enough support within the school um, that's going to have, as you said, you know, early detection of an issue that is happening with this particular pupil. And if you just imagine for a minute, Mello, what if this youngster opened fire in a classroom? Mm, that's exactly on it. On the teacher. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it, it, it's so, uh, it, it sends a cold shiver down your spine when you think about the what ifs. Mm. 
so, uh, you know, in Afrikaans they say geluk by the ongeluk. Mm. Probably there's some fortune with the misfortune yeah. that it happened in the way it happened so that it didn't become a bigger issue. Mm. But it is still uh, tremendously shocking. And our teachers are to this end. Some people are today and tomorrow afraid to go back mm. to the school. And yet, let me make it very clear, this is a good school. This is not a school that has been plagued with trouble. Mm-hmm. This is not a school where there's been management problems. Mm. Uh, it, in fact, it stands out as being one of those schools where management has been good, mm. where, where there have been no real complaints. And the records will show this mm. is the first major incident at the school. Mm. Sure. Thank you very much for your take there, Basil Manuel, uh, Noptosis Executive Director. And uh, we really just wanted to hear how teachers are feeling at this moment. And as he says, you know, it's really distressful. Um, teachers going into the classroom, embarrassed really by the abuse um, of these young learners. Uh, listening in is, is Matakanya Matakanya, who is a General Secretary, National Association of School Governing Bodies. And Matakanya, thank you so much for your time. Good evening and welcome. Good evening, Tanela. And all your listeners. I mean, as I'm, well I'm as, uh, yes. my fellow, my fellow, my fellow, my fellow South Yes, you're welcome, and thank you so much for making time for us. I'm sure this is a, comes as a shock to you yourselves and and everybody um, in the sector, as we are shocked as well. As a school governing body um, association, how, how are you seeing this from your perspective? Now, it, it is really a shock. Uh, dismay, disheartened, you know. Uh, particularly that uh, uh, when you attack the first parent in the school, mm. now it therefore means that you are closing uh, the school because if the school does not have the first parent, mm-hmm. because uh, there are a number of parents in the schools mm. which by law they are referred to be as uh, local parents. Yes. Now, and they are led by the principal. Now, if you kill the principal, then what do you mean? You are closing the school. Hence, we are saying we are really shocked because we are shocked by just one uh, ill-discipline element. Mm. Because, and and if that ill-disciplined element closes the school, that element is not going to suffer. Our children who are really yearning for education are going to suffer. So we are saying uh, enough, really, it is enough. Now, they, they, they started with teachers. They started with, with one another in the school. We, we, we have been going on try thinking that this. Now, if they go to the principal now, it means that the, the intention is to close down the school. But we want to call upon parents because mm. probably that child has parents. Mm-hmm. And in African culture, there's no child without a parent. There's no uh, 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 an orphan. Mm. There must be somebody who has taken that child to school to register that school, mm. and that is a parent. So we just wonder where is that parent? Because as parents, we must parent. We must also become involved in the education of these children. Now, do you really live? a child carrying a gun in his or her back to school and then this boy is able or this girl is able to go through into the school with a, a weapon of war uh, can we also want to call upon the school government because 
school government body are the people who are uh, entitled to make laws mm. in the school. Mm-hmm. Where is the law? Where is the law? Because uh, they must have detected this child from the... Because you have a school government set a climate. There must be really a culture of school. You so, must be, these children must know that now in this school is no, 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 no. Mm. Weapons of war, no, no. Uh, the 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 contraband drugs and, 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 and alcohol is no, 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 no. So that is the culture of the school. So that place is for learning. What kind of intervention would have prevented this from happening? Because every evidence is starting to point to the family, to the parents. As you're saying, you know, we don't really know whether these biological parents or not, then that's not the point. But some sort of guardian um, who was responsible for, for, for this young person. What, how would the school governing body, how would the school have prevented this from happening? What kind of um, regulations, rules would have been able to assist in this kind of case to prevent it from happening? Firstly, as I've said, there must be a culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, the school governing body has got right to formulate a policy in the school, which is called the code of conduct mm-hmm. for learners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They must make sure that if a learner misbehaves, mm-hmm. then there is a pro- there is a process. A process is that now that child must be uh, suspended for not more than seven days. Yes. And then within these seven days, this child must be taken to a hearing where you call the parents and to tell them this is what the child... Then it's sort of a child in the school. Mm. Then if then it is really this, this child has uh, contravened the serious schedules, then uh, it's either you recommend that this child must be, must be expelled from school. Uh, but the, as a school government, we don't have right to expel. We recommend to yeah, the HOD. that's it. That's yes. it. Then we recommend to the HOD. And the HOD, if he agrees with me, then this child will... But if he's still a compulsory going child, then the HOD must ensure that uh, this child get a, sp- to get a school somewhere. Get, get a school somewhere. Not in this school because we have recommended that this child must, must, must go away from the school. But that will have taught a lesson to the child that now because mm-hmm. when you get to that other school they would say now how do you how do you then it's, it's a person it's a, but we know uh, Primelo, that uh, other children need assistance they need help mm-hmm. some children really need help but we are saying parents if then you have such child shout 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 get next door get to the school get to you know people will help you the issue here is as everybody is sort of saying with this particular school this is a good school you may find that the culture of the school is actually quite good and maybe he has one rotten apple and when i say one rotten apple i may i mean maybe not just him him and his family because we don't really know the details and and so even if, let's say, the school thought, no, there's a problem with this particular family, requesting that they go to another school is almost like kicking the can down the road. We haven't dealt with it properly, actually, as a sector. What do we do with these, as you are saying, these pupils who do need help, who, who maybe are not fit to be in an environment where they're going to danger, endanger other people's lives? Really, it's true. When you, you, when, 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 when you are in trouble, you must go and seek help. Yes. You, you must go and say, I have a problem. Help me. 
then how do we know that you need help when you don't shout out there and say, hey, I need help. But in this case, it is the parents, because sometimes you may find that now mm. you are not professional. Yes. Then they, you see, you know, you know this child. When the child starts changing behavior and all those things, you are there as a parent, you know, and you are unable as a parent because you are not professional. But we are saying, shout, go out there, seek help, and say, please, come in. But now the school will not know, but the school will just follow the law. If you come that they don't know that you are sick or what, then they will just suspend you and all those mm. things. Where else? Uh, you're supposed not to have been suspended. You're supposed to have provided with assistance, you know? Mm. So we are calling upon parents and say, please, if then you have such children at home, shout, go next door, go to school, go to any, if you know some professional, go to them and say, please help me. Then you can go to school and school will also help you and say, no, I don't, I don't understand the behavior of my child. Uh, how do you see him? Or how do you see her now at school? Then the teachers will tell you, the principal will tell you, then from there you do together, then you work together to help the child. Mm. So the tricky bit is that all the scenarios we are painting really point to the child being the problem. You may find that the problem actually is the parents. So someone must be reporting the parents rather than the child um, themselves of being irresponsible, all of those things that we, we, we are suspecting are the case with this particular case. And, and then what do we do there? Because the, the discipline it, it, must be towards the, the, the parents. It is the responsibility of the school. Yes. Because immediately the child breaks rules mm. in the school. Mm. Then you have to call the parents. Yes. Then if the parent does not come, then you start now investigating and mm. say, now why does the parent not come to school mm. and all those things? Because you, you don't do anything with the child without yes. uh, involving the parents. Mm. You understand if the parents are really, you know, you know, you are, you know, you, you know, around the community, there are parents, those, they'll just say to the children to go. And then the teachers will, will sit with the, the teachers or the principal will sit with them. It does not even care. And then when you call them at school, they come for, 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 for parents meeting. They, they, they go never, to the society or they go to, they don't to, come to, 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 yeah. to the stop friend and they don't come, they don't come to school yeah. or they go to their personal uh, commitment mm. and all those things. Mm. And sometimes they say, no, I'm, I'm tired, I'm so working. That's why I'm calling upon parents now to say on the 1st of, of, of March to the 17th of March or to the 19th of March, they must go and elect they must go and elect parents who are committed, mm. parents who will add value to the education also, because the school government represents the community, yes. represent the parents yes. in that school. So they must go and elect people who are committed, people who will go to the meetings, people who will you know, give report that, because some parents forget. When they are elected, they think that now, no, they are the, 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 the school. They are not the school. They are messengers. They are being sent by parents. Mm. They must always go back and report back to the parents. Such parents, then school must detect that they, there is a problem there and provide, pro, provide uh, support to that, to that. They will know that those, those people, when they call them, they don't come. They've got a register. Mm. And then from there, they look at the register. This child who is a 
problem in the school. Yes, these parents are not coming to. Then the, the government body has got the right to go and find out mm-hmm. what is happening if then these parents are called yeah. in the school but does not come. Then they, that's the, one of the. Because they are elected to do mm-hmm. exactly that. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate your time. Yeah. They, then there are only two weeks, the only two weeks of election. Yes. Two weeks in March. On the 20th, schools are closing down. Yeah. Then we are saying before the schools. That's why I'm saying. It must be the 1st of March mm-hmm. up to the 17th or the 19th of March. Mm-hmm. Don't go beyond because elections are coming. National elections are also coming. <laughs> Nobody's going to take care of you in April. They'll be preparing for, for May to elect. Make sure that uh, we elect within those days, those two weeks. I appreciate that. And Dr. Matakanya Matakanya, who is the General Secretary National Association of School Governing Bodies. If you missed it live... Catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.